Welcome to the Morale Booster Network, a platform for entrepreneurs, career professionals, leaders, and the general public to give back to the society through coaching and mentoring. I remain your host, Dr. John Ugulu. I am an author, speaker, and strategist. I always say experience is the best teacher. You can stream or download this podcast from YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Google Podcast, Player FM, and Pandora. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, everybody. Good evening from Atlanta, Georgia. If you are just joining me for the very first time, please like and share this broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear the message. You know, we typically bring in people every week to help you, to talk about issues that would help you move from where you are to where you want to be. Remember, everything in life is a cliche. But it is whenever that cliche resonates with you that truly matters. So like and share this broadcast so that the message can get to that person who needs to hear it. Thank you so much. And um, this program is currently being sponsored by Mainseed Research Group, NewGigs.com, Circle of Clinical Operations Professionals, I am your host, Dr. John Ugulu, and if you want to book me as a speaker or a guest on your podcast, you can reach me via johnugulu.com, or if you want to support us or sponsor this event, this program, you can also reach us via johnugulu.com. If you or anyone you know has been positively impacted by this program in any way, If you feel you or anybody you know has been impacted and you feel you want to support us, please go to johnugulu.com and make a donation. Or you can purchase any of my books, The Morale Booster or The Seven Ps of an Entrepreneur via my website, johnugulu.com. Please like and share this broadcast. Now, today, before I introduce our guests, you know how we do it? I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you who's listening to me. I know you agree with me that the level of depression has increased globally, right? And I know you also agree with me that the level of anxiety has also skyrocketed, right? And because of that, I want to talk about something that I know would help you stay calm. So my topic for today is be calm. I want you to write it down. Be calm. I know you have so many friends. You see a lot of people on social media and they all, you know, they look so good, looking so bright, so elegant, so wealthy. And and when you see all those things, sometimes you get so anxious. Sometimes you begin to wonder, when can I ever be like this person? And some of you go back and fight with your spouses. Some of you go back and fight with your parents and your loved ones, thinking that what you see on social media is real. And it's because of you 
that I have decided to do this message, to do this live broadcast, to make this video. This message is not for everybody. This message is for you who feels me deep down in your soul. You who knows exactly what I'm talking about. You who understands how social media has affected you mentally. Because you see a lot of people there claiming to be who they are not. You see a lot of people out there showing you things that you know you do not currently have. And you get depressed and you get anxious. I want you to listen to this message. Now, there was um, somebody I met some time ago. Prior to meeting this person, I used to always see I used to always see him on social media, you know, all out there, showing us, you know, showing off all the wealth that he has from cars to jewelries to houses and businesses and the clothes, you know, very expensive. And, you know, I was always seeing him show up on my timeline. But there was a day I ran into this person. At first, I couldn't recognize him. I couldn't recognize him. But it was someone who was with me that said, hey, don't you know that guy? I had to look at him several times. I still couldn't recognize him. And my friend said, that's that person on social media, on Instagram, always flashing things. Look, the guy was vertically challenged. You know what that means? He was like, you know, not as he used to show up on social media. I couldn't even recognize him, right? On social media, he was light-skinned. In real life, he was just like me. I was like, what's going on here? Is this the guy? So the reason why I'm telling you this is for you to understand that when people go on social media, they get the best photographs of themselves. Probably they take like 100 and they choose one. They get videographers to work on it. They edit all these photos. Most of these vehicles that they show, some of them, they just rent them for the Instagram, for social media. They rent them just to create content. Some of them, they rent the clothes. Some of them, they return those clothes. So what are you worried about? So we have different categories of people on social media. You have those who are truly successful. You have more of those who pay a lot of money to create the content that gets you depressed. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> I want you to know that. They buy good lights, good camera phones. And they pay an editor to put all those things out there for you to get depressed, for you who doesn't understand how things are done. It is better for you to understand that life is in stages. The stage that you are right now, enjoy every bit of it. Don't get depressed because you're seeing somebody do something you do not have or you cannot do at the moment. No, 
you are not just in the business of creating content. They are content creators. But whether you like it or not, that is their hustle. That is their grind. And someday that hustle will pay off for them. Someday that hustle will blow up. So instead of you getting depressed, I want you to change your mindset and say, okay, even if I know most of them don't have what they're showing there, but they're grinding, they're hustling, that's their area of hustle, which is content creation. And they're doing it consistently. So while they're doing that, what can I do on my own end so that I can become a better version of myself tomorrow? So that's the mindset you should have. When you see somebody who is creating content, you should ask yourself, what can I do to help me get to the level that I want instead of feeling depressed? I want to remind you that there is no shortcut. Life is in stages. There is a process. It's just like the, the seasons, the law of seasons, right? The law of seasons does not say you harvest before you reap. or It doesn't say you reap before you plant. It doesn't say you harvest before you plant. No, it's the other way around. The law of seasons says you have to plant before you harvest. But before it gets to the harvest or the reaping stage, remember, there is always an in-between. There is always a middle. What happens in the middle? You nurture. You water your crops. You clear of the weeds. So those people who currently do not have what they pretend to be on social media what do they do every day? They are nurturing their, their plants. Because one day, that lifestyle that they want, they will truly have it. They will truly have it. That's their plant. What's your plant? Instead of feeling depressed, think of the services that you can render. Think of the products that you can sell or develop, or create. There is a Chinese proverb that says the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, and the next best time is now. Don't let what you see on social media fool you. Don't let what you see on social media turn you into a depressed person or someone who is anxious. Now, focus on how. To get past that, focus on how to create your own, right? Louis Pugh said, there is nothing more powerful than a made-up mind. All you need to do is to make up your mind, tell yourself that I will no longer fret over those things I see on social media. Because John just told me that most of them are content creators. John just told me that a lot of them pay so much money to get the best recording of themselves. They pay so much money to get the best photographs of themselves. They pay so much money to get the best lighting so that their photos will be clear, so that you can like what you see. 
that's their hustle. It's time for you to think about your own hustle and start building it. I don't know where you're listening to me from. Neither do I know how much the people around you know about you. But here is one thing that I know for sure about you who's listening to me right now. I know 100% that you are an abode of greatness. You have greatness in you. You have all it takes to move from where you are to where you want to be. Remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Think about it. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like and share this broadcast. There are so many people out there who need to see this video, who need to hear this message. So right now, I will be bringing in our guest for today. Um, give me one second. Let me bring her up. Um, yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, um, our guest for today is Jessica Tanner. Now, Jessica helps life coaches, speakers, consultants, and entrepreneurs capitalize on their expertise through the art of storytelling. Whether you, whether your book of choice is a memoir, self-help book, novel, or anything in between, Jessica takes away all the guesswork when it comes to crafting your message. It is one of her core beliefs that every single person, including you who's listening to us right now, has a unique story that can be transformed into a book that is customized for a specific audience. So ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, I want you to join me as I welcome to this stage, no other person but Jessica Tanner. Jessica, thank you so much for joining me on this program. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Now, you know, um, when it comes to book writing, there's so many people. In fact, I can use myself as an example. 10 years ago, if someone had told me that I would be an author, I would not have believed it. Because I know it takes a whole lot of work. A whole lot of work. A lot. Yes. <laughs> yes. But people like you make that dream come true. So I thank you for all you do and welcome again to the show. Thank you. You're and welcome. I'm glad you mentioned that how a lot of people think, oh my gosh, I have to write this book. And they don't realize that there's stages to it, just like you were saying earlier with seasons, right. that there's different stages. It's not just, okay, I write this book in like two weeks and then I'm done. <laughs> there's a lot of planning that goes into it, but that's really the fun part. Mm -hmm. And really as a ghostwriter, it actually is helpful for people who want to write a book. They know exactly what the book is about. They just right. don't have time. And that's where ghost writers come in versus hiring a writing coach, which is a little bit different. Right, right, right. Thank you so much for bringing that up, you know, because um, I know it takes a lot of time, energy, and effort. So I want you to share with me. How did you come about, how did you discover that particular gift 
Because there's so many people out there who do not even know that they could become ghost writers, right? So how did you discover that gift? Yeah, so um, I've really always been a writer since the age of six. I wow. loved writing. I loved telling stories and just mm -hmm. making up my own little scenarios. Mm -hmm. I started I started doing that um in high school where I would just write in my notebooks and I had a group of really artsy friends. I was the right. writer of my group. We would role play the different characters during lunch. It became a huge thing. And mm. I also have a screenwriting background too, as well as writing books. So I just love creative writing. I love just the art itself of storytelling and once I got out of grad school, that's when I went towards ghostwriting as well as screenwriting. And I noticed that, wow, a lot of entrepreneurs want to tell their stories too. They just don't have time. And that was right. Right. That, that's true. That's true. So you always knew you were going to get into book writing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I knew and and I knew you found time. it. Yeah. And you eventually found yourself in an enabling environment that made that dream possible. Okay, that's that's great, good to know. And um, now you said you, you started when you were in grad school or after grad school? After grad school is when I started ghostwriting books. During grad school, I was ghostwriting screenplays and also helping people format them. Mm. But then I also got into this other realm when I started my business, like, oh, there are entrepreneurs that want that too, because- right. My business started out originally as a script consulting business where I would help novelists and screenwriters more on the coaching side with, you know, right. giving them development notes of how to improve before they sent their projects to a competition. Yeah. But then I realized, oh, okay, I can also do ghostwriting as well. And I was doing it a little bit, but I wasn't heavily promoting it. And when I got mentorship for my business, my mentor was like, oh, you really need to promote the ghostwriting. You do that, right? I said, well, yeah, but I don't really promote it as much. I promote the coaching more so than the ghostwriting. And she said, no, you have something here. You know how many entrepreneurs want to write a book and they're lost? Like, you could actually do it. Yes, yes. I, you know, I understand how typically we go through what we call, um, you call it a, a writer's block. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. That, that happens a lot. From that. <laughs> mm, that happens a lot. So now let's talk about your business as a mm -hmm. ghost writer. Um, I believe you do have a, a, a ghost writing package or packet for people who want to um, hire you for that job. So what are the criteria what 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 are the prerequisites or what requirements do you typically um ask your clients to provide sure, or what so do you look out for before you accept to work with somebody oh that's a great question um so whenever people book me for a complimentary discovery call because i offer those for anyone who has any inquiries and they're interested right. so one of the major questions i ask is what type of book do you want to write? Do you already know what your vision is? Because I've had some people who have no idea what they want to write about. Absolutely. And I've even, 
Yeah. And I've even had one person who said to me, oh, well, you can tell me what I should write. And I, and I said to the person, no, I can't because it has yeah. to come from you. I'm mm -hmm. like, I can help you put it together, but I can't tell you what is for you to bring into the world. Right, right. So right. I want to make sure that people at least know what their vision is and what mm -hmm. their mission is, like what they want to say. And that's a big thing for me because I don't want to just take your money and then just tell you, oh yeah, you should write this. And it's not aligned properly with your philosophy, your mission, right. and who you are. So so, so, do you, yeah, so in, in terms of um in terms of category of um, clients, do you work with any client who, for example, if there is a client who has all those things you just mentioned, like someone who already knows their story, who knows what they want to talk about, um, do you work with people who are just starting out, like brand new? I know some ghost writers who don't want to write for um new people they only want to work for people who have been you know writing books or publishing books so do you fall into that category or for as long as someone has a vision you're willing to work with them is that how you operate as long as they have a vision because i've had a mix of clients and i also want to say this just in case for the people you have listening um, I've had some clients that weren't entrepreneurs. Some of them were working professionals. Right. Um, I had a few clients in the past. Uh, one of them was an engineer. Um, I've had other people that were psychotherapists. They had their own business, but they had mm -hmm. already worked in that private sector with a different company before they right. launched their own. So I don't want people to think, oh, you have to be an entrepreneur. You could be an expert in whatever industry you're in and still have the calling to write a book. So yeah. As long as they know what they want to write about, I'm okay with it. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's great. Good to know. So for those of you who are listening, I, I hope you um, I hope you heard what uh, she just said. So today we want to talk about, you know, uh, mindset. Sometimes people know what they want to accomplish in life, right? But sometimes they might run into some challenges due to limiting beliefs. Now, when you first started, did you experience any hurdles, any challenges? Oh, yeah, because um, I told you I've been ghostwriting for eight years. I'm combining mm -hmm. everything that I've done since grad school with okay. when I started my business. But when I started my business, I had the writing thing down pat. The hard part was figuring out how to start a business, how to market myself on social media, right. how to reach people, how to make myself known. Mm -hmm. And I also had to combat like shyness and being in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. And now I'm used to it because I've been doing it since 2020 with my wow. business. So okay. after a while you get used to it. But yeah. in the beginning I was nervous. Like I would go live on Instagram and I would be shaking. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have been there before. So I, I completely understand exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So, but right now you, you're more confident. Yeah. The more you do it, you get used to it. At first I was like, oh my gosh, I have to be in front of people. How can I do this? 
Because <laughs> naturally I'm very reserved, you know, I'm not really as shy as I used to be because starting a business kind of breaks you out of that. Yeah, because you have to go out there, meet people, you have to be ready to um, um, cope with um, rejections because you're oh, going to yeah. get a lot of rejections. Mental gonna, toughness. <laughs> yes, you're going to have people who will think you're crazy and yep. they will not only think you're crazy, they will tell you right in front of you yeah they'll, they'll say you'll never you. make it yeah what are you doing <laughs> yes, yes 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 so that's where the the mindset of an achiever comes in um so everybody just like you every every human being who decides to get into business will at some point run into challenges right that's correct right right great so now ghost riding do you see it as um do you see it as um, a skill that can eventually become a career for somebody? Oh, of course. I would say if you're somebody that loves the art of writing, you love storytelling, whether it's writing books, whether it's writing articles, because it doesn't have to be just books. Mm -hmm. There are ghost writers that even um, write music. That's not my expertise, but okay. I actually know a ghost writer personally. He's one of my other like biggest supporters. He's always at my LinkedIn audio events. Um, mm. He ghost writes a lot of music for different artists and okay. He also ghost writes books too. So, and there are other ghost writers that help people with their social media content, what they're going to mm -hmm. write in the captions. So right. it depends on really the type of writing you want to do, but it's very profitable. It's a great career, especially if you have a heart for it. Right. That That's good to know. And, and for those of you who are listening to us right now, Jessica is a ghost writer. And uh, if you know, you know, there's one thing a lot of people fail to realize that everybody has a story to tell. Everybody has a book inside of them. In fact, your daily life is a book. Am I correct? Yes. I keep telling people that because that's the pushback I get sometimes from people. Like, have you ever thought of writing a book? They're like, oh, well, my life is boring. I don't have any. And I'm like, see, you think it's boring because you're living it every day. Right. But the person down the street, they might think you're interesting. So Absolutely. I try I, to I, tell I, people that and they don't yes. realize at first because I've even yeah. had other writers tell me, well, I don't know if that's worth me writing. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't know until you put it out there. That's true. I agree with you. And uh, yeah, for those of you who are listening to us right now, if you are not like myself, who can sit down and write one hour every day, you need somebody to help you. And you need someone like Jessica to help you bring out the story. All you need to do is to reach out to her. That's what she's um, trained to do. That's her gift. So, yes, if you have been thinking of writing a book for yourself or, you know, there are people out there who can help you achieve it. Everybody must not know how to sit down and write down their own story. No. So if you are one of those who has been thinking of writing a book 
Jessica is a ghostwriter that you can talk to. Definitely you can have a word with her and know if your vision aligns with what she can do. Am I correct, Jessica? Yes. Okay, great, great, great. Now let's talk about relationships. So how do you maintain your relationships with uh, your clients? For example, the people who I know they're lazy writers who would say, okay, I want to start a book and they commit. Then after a while, they will stop taking your call and they paid you. So how do you handle those people? I'm sure you've experienced things. Like I've that. experienced <laughs> that. <laughs> One of my mentors actually helped me out really well with this. It was kind of like a reverse psychology right. strategy. And at first I'll admit, I was afraid to email this because I didn't want it to be interpreted as rude or like I was coming at them in a negative way. But he was like, say this one sentence to them. Have you given up on this project? <laughs> if you can't reach them, because with ghostwriting, one thing I want your audience to know, you don't have to do any of the writing, but there could be times where I have to ask you a specific question to make sure that I'm portraying you in the right way, to make sure that I'm really getting the essence of who you are. And I can't do that if we're not actively communicating at least three to five times each month, depending right. on the type of book we're writing. So if I can't reach you, then the book is at a standstill. Mm. And what I asked is, have you given up on this project? And it actually worked. She came back. She was like, oh, I'm so oh, sorry. No. <laughs> and I was like, when I sent it, I was so nervous. I was like, I was like, this might be interpreted as rude. Because, you know, on an email, mm. you can't guess people's tone. You don't know, like, how people are saying it. So right. I was so nervous sending it. Like, I hope she doesn't think I'm being rude, but I really yeah. need to talk to her to get this project <laughs> moving. Right. And she was like, I'm so sorry, daylight savings and all this stuff. And yeah. apparently she was in another part of the world, too, where the time difference was really large right right, right there right, was right. that oh okay so so typically relationship is very important when it comes to business in general right oh, very yes yes so um do you see social media as a great platform for you to um put your business out there and to engage yeah. with your your your, your clients yeah, social media has been great. I would say my favorite platforms right now are definitely LinkedIn, also yes. TikTok and YouTube because they're video-based platforms. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, video is what people are looking at, whether it's like one-minute video, three-minute video, <laughs> even 30-minute. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. People are more visual. So yeah, it, it, it you know, it it gets to people quicker when you, you know, people are able to relate more when it's a video. Right. Yes. And then it builds that no like, and trust factor. People are like, oh, okay. I resonate with what he or she said. Right. Okay. So before we let you go for today, I, I have one last question. Sure. Um, that man or that woman who knows that they have a story write and they know that they have no experience whatsoever on how to write a book 
they are at that stage where they feel, oh, so I'm just going to live my life in this world without being able to write a book because I don't have the experience. Now, people with that type of mindset, mindset, how can you help them? They know they want to write a book, but they just don't know where to start from. So how can you help them make their dream become a reality? Awesome. So if this is a person that actually has time to write, but they just don't know where to start, I can also help them in terms of coaching as well, where I walk them through the process of how to outline and stuff like that. Because sometimes I get a mixed bag of people. I get people that really would benefit more from the ghost writing when they're like, I don't want to learn to write. I just want you to write this for me. I don't have time. Yeah, <laughs> Those are the people that need ghost writing services. Yeah. The people that are like, no, I really want to write this on my own, but I feel like I just need somebody to like walk me through the process. That's more so coaching, which is another option. Mm -hmm. And I do that with novels, screenplays, also business books and different personal development ones. So so, okay, great, great, great. So if you're listening to us right now, you have a one-stop shop to your book writing problem right in front of you. Her name is Jessica Tanner. Unfortunately, you know, we have to let her go at some point because we cannot spend the whole day here. But however, you can always reach out to her on LinkedIn. That's her um, preferred, that's her preferred um, social media platform. Uh, she's active on LinkedIn. Um, just go to LinkedIn and contact her. Send her a message and she'll be more than happy to start working with you or to start the assessment process with you. So um, thank you so much, Jessica. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. And uh, I hope when next I invite you to the program, you will um, be coming over to join us. I hope you will answer my call. Yeah, thank you so much. It was great. All right, no problem. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And please, guys, ladies, she is on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, if you have a dream of writing a book, you can get all the help, all the support you need. Everybody has a story you can reach out to her on LinkedIn. Her name is Jessica Tanner, T-A-N-N-E-R, T-A-N as in Nancy, double N as in Nancy, N-N-E-R. All right, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure and um, look forward to speaking with you soon. Have a wonderful day, ma'am. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for listening. Remember, like and share this broadcast because you might just be helping that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to get this support. There's so many people out there who want to write books, but they just don't know where to start from. Remember, the Morale Booster is a platform that helps you move from where you are to where you want to be. All you need to do is to make up your mind that you want to get things done. That's why Louis Pew said there is nothing more powerful than a made-up mind. When your mind is made up, you become unstoppable. Yes, you become unstoppable. So thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. 
um, speaking to you guys, interviewing Jessica. And I hope that you were able to get a thing or two from our conversation. God bless you. And remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye, everybody.